Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. And welcome to an exclusive episode of the Who They Want podcast show. As you know, I'm the host that does the most. You can call me Big Dog. You can call me what you like. Just don't call me late at night. <laughs> Anyways, people, I have an exclusive with the one, the only mistress, Miss Daisy, Miss Dazzy, excuse me, the mistress of some very, very interesting information that she's about to bring you guys. So sit back, get cozy, turn your speakers up, and get ready, because here we are. Hi, listeners. I feel like I need to say that. I don't know. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing great. You know, as you may know, I just wrapped up season one, so this is kind of very a special moment to get ready to bring the world into season two. Got a lot of things on my agenda. I'm bringing a whole team in with me on the who they want angle. So everything is starting to transpire and get a little up and up now. Yes, I've been watching the progress for sure. And I've been just sending a lot of positive love and light to your show and I'm just loving watching the glow up like it's it's definitely motivation for me to get on my P's and Q's because I want to be like you when I grow up <laughs> hey you already know appreciate the love and as you know I'm a huge fan of your YouTube channel you know the mistress that's the YouTube channel people if you could check that out she drops phenomenal work she's bring you inside her world of creativity and black girl magic i would say and it's just very explosive yes i'm i'm definitely into some black girl magic i'm just into people and like once you start learning what you as a person can do in your life control those things Things and doors that you thought you never could have access to will start opening up. And it all starts with just changing your mindset and viewing yourself as, you know, important. It's amazing. Absolutely. You know, you spoke in one of your um, episodes, you were speaking about shadow work and channeling the inside areas of the soul and, you know, getting more in tone with being in touch with, you know, the whole self-love and creating energy of positivity to, you know, get through life. And I just was like amazed by it. And it was like, I would love to kind of get a direct one-on-one of how to fully understand it based on the knowledge that you bring forth. Yeah. Shadow work is one of my favorite topics. I actually am going to start doing some mentoring and some classes on it because I feel like as a community and just as we grow up that's something we never was taught I mean we go to school all this time they teach us math 
all this stuff, but they never teach us how to feed ourselves, how to nurture ourselves. And as crazy as shadow work sounds, it's actually something that I recommend everybody do. Um, just a little prerequisite of what it is. You know, it's a common misconception that shadow work is home to the worst parts of ourselves, but that's false. Actually, the shadow parts of ourselves are the parts that are untouched. And so that is untapped potential and creativity that we never use because that's the parts that we run from ourselves. That's the part that we say, oh, that makes us angry. That's that part that if someone cuts you off on the freeway, you're ready to chase them down and run them over. But if you learn how to harness that feeling, harness that energy that you are about to give out in a negative way, then you can use those strong moments and use that to benefit yourself. Kind of like a mom who can lift up a car whenever a car runs over their child. Like it's those superhero moments that you can then take that energy and harness within yourself instead of giving it out to the world in such a negative way. That's so phenomenal. I love that. And I think, you know, we need to practice that more and, you know, feed off of that because that's something that in this parallel time of today, that's more needed to just really kind of get through life. Definitely. I mean, now more than ever is the time to do it because we're in a pandemic, everyone say. So you have all this extra time sitting in the house with nothing to do. Use that time to work on yourself. Don't get me wrong. Shadow work is hard work. It's very hard. I mean, if you want those kind of moments where you're going to be balled up like a baby crying and all that, it's going to take that. But with working through that, that's where all the success happens. So, Interesting. Yeah, like the, the general definition of shadow work for people who don't know, because I know I just jumped in. I never even fully explained it. It's really looking at your traumas, be it childhood traumas, recent traumas. It could be relationship, anything that have happened in your life that you feel have a control over you that triggers you in a negative way, triggers you in a negative emotion or something like that, you're going to then confront those demons. Confront them, let them know you don't have any power over me anymore, and then learn how to recognize that within your life so that it no longer has control over your emotions and your actions, and then you are now no longer triggered from those situations. Yes, I'm taking a look into myself on that. I find it to be very helpful as well into, you know, getting one in touch with myself and learning how to let go. I did a brief chapter back in early season one when it was basically me explaining about letting go, which was me kind of finding purpose in myself to be like, there's no need to keep carrying around that luggage weighing you down mentally and, you know, letting it become around your surroundings and control my environment as well. 
Yeah, it's very hard. One thing that I always advise people to start with before you start pulling all your skeletons out the closet and facing all your demons, you have to first start changing the way you think. Because we as people, we're so hard on ourselves. I'm a Virgo. I'm extremely hard on myself. And that was one thing that always kept me down is I was always my worst critic. So if someone told me something bad, I would internalize that and I would make it 30 times worse than the one thing they said. But I've learned now to where when I get those moments where I want to talk about myself or talk down about myself, then I try to change it to where it's going in a positive direction. So if it's one of those days where I'm rough and tough and I don't feel like putting on makeup, doing my hair, and I'm like, ugh, you're just so mess. I'll be like, okay, you look a mess today, girl, but you're working on it. Or, you know, you haven't reached your weight loss goal yet, but you're working on it. You're drinking more water today. Or, you know, something that's going to tie it into a positive light. So then you are internally giving yourself just a little glimmer of hope. And that's all you need to keep going. Absolutely. You know, that's very, very true statements that you just dropped. So for my listeners out there, you know, channeling that energy is definitely today because it can get you through a lot of rough moments. You know, if you subconsciously put yourself in a state of no matter what my outside appearance is, I'm still working on the inside me before the outside me can feel like the inside me. Exactly. I mean, people don't know, like little sayings they used to tell us as kids, like out of sight, out of mind and all that kind of stuff. Man, that is true. Nuggets of knowledge. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind. If you don't want to think about the negativity, get it out of your sight completely and then focus on the positive. Your life, I mean, it will change drastically by just having that little bit. I mean, aside from everything else that, you know, I do and I believe in and things like that, all you have to really do is just be positive as hard as it sounds, even when it's the roughest. Just find that one little thing that you can say that's true, that you can say that's positive. And then it's a start. Once you find that one nugget, next thing you know, you get two, three other nuggets of positivity. And it just builds on itself till you're so positive, no matter what anyone say, they can't get you down because you instill that positive energy within yourself. And what that's going to do is then draw other people to you and be like, God. Where they get that from? I need to be like them. And it's it's just, you know, it's ignites a whole fire within people that I don't know. I get so excited talking about it. I can ramble on and on them. No, feel free to. That's what this whole purpose of this chapter is. You know, is being insightful and explaining and breaking it down for listeners that may be practicing and are want to get into practice of it or maybe you just still need the confirmation of understanding because a lot of us are I would say like people oriented to where you may mention it and people might automatically assume oh that's worst case scenario don't get yourself involved into it but then I went and researched it for myself and was like, no, it's the total opposite of this dark thing that everybody was trying to put a stamp on. You know, 
you have to be in touch with that side to know what that is. So it's not about opening dark berries. It's more like opening positive light on those situations that created darkness. Exactly. Like, I always see it like this. If your house is dirty and you're only cleaning the parts of the house that people can see, then your house will never fully be clean. You got all this junk under your couch. You got all this junk hidden in the closet. You got all this stuff that is just piling, piling, piling. And eventually it's going to fall in on yourself. So you need to treat yourself as your house. Shine them lights on all them spots within yourself. I mean, it's hard because you're going to have to look at some of the stuff that happened in your childhood. Some of us have things that happened in our childhood that were traumatic to us. It may not even be to someone else, but to you. And it's amazing how little things like that that happened as a kid could still affect you and how you react and work as an adult. So you have to shine lights on that. You have to pull that out. You have to dig through that box and pull out those memories. And you have to work within yourself and forgive yourself. I mean, you have to look at yourself sometimes and be like, girl, or man, if you're a man, I'm a girl. So I say, girl, you tripped back then. You, <laughs> you was a whole mess. But you know what? You were working out of something. You were triggered by something. And I forgive you for that. But next time, we're not going to show out like that. You know, you have to confront yourself and be honest with yourself about the stuff that you're lacking and the stuff that do trigger you and then forgive yourself for that and say I'm working on it you know and then from there you could finally start seeing yourself as a whole and cherish yourself as the full human being you are not just the good stuff but as the good and the bad and then you could present that to other people like once you start getting in relationships and everything you're able to say look this is me. I'm good. I'm sweet. I'm lovable. Sometimes I get depressed. Sometimes I'll get angry. If you tell me uh, you're, you're not cooking and I'm really hungry, I'm going to get an attitude. Like, you'll be able to present your whole self to someone because you've done the work. You've cleaned out your corners. You swept under your rug. You got all that together. It's definitely, you know, that's that's so very true. Because again, like I said, I wouldn't say nothing that I know I wouldn't have battled myself to find some absolution to myself. And now I'm just at this verge of finding the confidence in it and merging it to become like, wow, I'm shining brighter today than I shined yesterday or that I shine, you know, somewhere deep down the line. Now that light bulb has been exchanged you know, got some fresh wires connected, and I'm like, man, I've came a long way. And then with that growth, I noticed how, you know, my whole environment, all my circle has changed to where that light has shined on them to be like, hey, you know, we had some disagreements yesterday. I don't want those type of agreements no more. If we're going to disagree like that, I at least can say we can still be where we are as a great friends today. Like, it really helps, like, so genuinely helps, you know? And I'm just thankful someone like you has took it upon yourself to make it something that you're passionate about, that you're willing to become a leader behind, 
and represent? Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I felt I needed to do. Like, as far as standing up in front of everyone and being an advocate for shadow work. But how I stumbled upon it is because I needed it. I was fresh out of um, an abusive relationship. I was hating myself. I was depressed. And even though I put on a great mask in front of everyone, because if you would ask anyone, oh, how is Dazzy? You know, how is she? They're going to be, oh, she's the life of the party. She's fun. But that was the mask I put on for everyone. But when I came home, took my shoes off, and took that mask off, I hated myself. So someone mentioned shadow work, and just like you, I was like, let me do some research. So I did some research, and I was like, that's something I need to do. Because when it goes deep down to even while I was in an abusive relationship, yeah, that's because I dealt with abusive situations my whole life to where my brain was trained into thinking that all I deserved was that or I was only worth what I can do for somebody. Like no one would ever love me for me being me. They only love me because I can do something for them. So in turn, what I did in my adult life, always helping people, even if it put myself out. Someone called me, girl, I need a hundred dollars because my light bill got cut off. I'm scrounging up all my money, giving them hundred dollars. Then next thing you know, my lights are off. And who do I have to ask? because I was too prideful to even ask for help. So I had to realize, why is that? Why do you feel that way? Why are you undervaluing yourself to the point where I didn't even know who I was? So once I started working on my shadow work, I was like, other people need to hear this. Other people need this work because this isn't something we're taught as a kid. As a kid, they always teach us be quiet, don't be heard, sit down, you know? So we never really taught stand up for yourself. When your parents would do stuff wrong to you that you were hurt about, what you do? You go sit in your room and cry about it until you get over it. You never would say, mama, daddy, what you did to me, I felt was wrong. Can you, can you change that? I feel like I need an apology. Like that's never anything we were done. Or if you did do that, shoot, we getting disciplined. Because I know my mama, you talk back, you getting a whooping. And so it was like, you just going to have to take it. <laughs> Absolutely. They know. You can be bold in those type of situations because you were not the adult present. And assume that you had the mind state that you adapted to now. Exactly. So now as an adult, it's like, okay. Shut up and take it. You're at a job and your boss is being rude to you. Okay, you just go talk about it in your head and go sit down and take it. No. Hey, uh, Mr. Whoever, look, I feel like the way you approached me in that meeting was a little wrong. I may have been confused with what you told me. I feel like it was a miscommunication. But, you know, could you please not approach me like that? I'm, you know, I'm able to talk whatever. I mean, you're not going to lose your job. And if you do, Hey, that's a lawsuit. No, I'm just thinking. But I mean, there's times where you can you can have that communication and have that moment to where you stand up for yourself. You don't deserve to be treated wrong. 
You don't deserve to be treated like you are dirt on the ground and let everyone you today. I'm telling you, down in that hole that you done dug for yourself and pull you out. You are worth something. You are somebody. And if that person can't value you, there's a thousand, million, billion, trillion other people in this world who will value you for the person you are, but you have to value yourself first. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree with that 100%, you know. So I appreciate you, you know, dropping some knowledge, explaining you know, we were supposed to then link up and get this thing on the road, but you know, you had some circumstances that you couldn't control that you had to deal with. So for me to take time out your busy schedule to come through and talk about the shadowing work, I appreciate it, love. I'm sure the listeners will greatly appreciate it. And once again, you can follow her on YouTube at, you know, Mistress Dazzy. And um Stay tuned, guys, because I'll be jumping real soon into season two, dropping some fresh new content, fresh new faces. We'll bring Mistress Dazzy back. I'm quite sure we'll definitely love to have her on as a regular as well. So we'll get together on that. And this has been an exciting episode of Who They Want Podcast. Tune in for the next show coming to you soon folks and that's it